0: Have you ever woken up because you heard your name being called, but when you awoke, no one was there? Have you heard your phone ringing and it's like this mystery ring? Or maybe you will sometimes get answers that come quickly into your mind and you're not sure exactly if it's you or if you made it up or if it's your spirit guides or a message. Well, today I'm going to be giving you tips to understand. Your clear audience messages. So stay tuned. Welcome to Spiritual and Ambitious. I'm your host, Whitney McNeil. I'm a certified medium and spiritual teacher, and I help spiritual and ambitious souls just like you live your life purpose through your career and attract abundance by connecting into your intuition and spirit guide. Let's get spiritual and ambitious. Welcome to this episode, and today we're talking all about clairvoyant messages, but you know I'm going to be pulling some cards for you, so let's go ahead and do that now. And by the way, if you haven't followed this podcast, please do, and I would absolutely love for you to review this podcast too. Of course, you know I'd love five stars, and it helps get the word out. If you get really excited about an episode, of course, I'd love for you to share it. All right, we've got two cards today. And one is slow down and give yourself grace, which is really important for the OWL intuitive language, which is all about audience and the crown chakra. Strengthen your spiritual practice and connect to source. So that's going to be important too, to strengthen what you're doing, to strengthen your intuitive language. And let's go ahead and dive right into it. So I refer to audience as someone who has the owl intuitive language because owls can hear really well. And clairaudient messages means that you receive your intuitive messages from your spirit guides through sound and through hearing. There are four intuitive languages. There is the seer, which is clairvoyance. The owl, which we're talking about today through Claire Audience, the empath, which is Claire Sentience, and the Channeler, which is Claire Cognizance. You can have all of these intuitive languages, but normally someone presents with a primary intuitive language or even two intuitive languages that kind of fight for number one. And then it's like a recipe. So you have your own unique mix of how your intuitive languages come in. So you may just have one, you could have two, or you could have all four. And I encourage you to develop all four because as you shift and change and grow in the world, your energy changes too. And the way that spirit communicates with you may shift so that they can give you the message in the easiest way possible. But for now, let's dive into the owl. So here are some symptoms of being an owl. You may talk to yourself to process stuff. Talk to yourself out loud. Maybe people ask you, who are you talking to? Now, let's just say, I talk to my spirit guides out loud. So you know, my family will be like, who are you talking to? I'm like my spirit guides, what's the big deal? But I'm talking about just hearing your own voice. If that's something that happens quite a bit for you, then you may be an owl. Now, if you are just a talker in general, then you could perhaps be an owl. It's not necessarily indicative that you're an owl. You could be the channeler as well if if you talk a lot, but it could be one of the possible symptoms to kind of add to the mix here. You may love to talk out loud to other people and that's something that you might really enjoy. However, with an owl, normally what I'll see is that the owl will say very wise things, say things out loud, and then will take some time for silence to process. So it's like I'm communicating out loud, but then I need to be silent. And the timeline for that balance just varies from each person. Sometimes we go through periods of needing silence for a few days, or maybe we feel like we're being an introvert for a couple of weeks, and then we're going to be an extrovert. But just knowing that the owl can have very powerful messages to share with other people, but also it's important to listen. Now, the owl may love music, Oftentimes, music can be very, very healing to an owl, and you may want to listen to music very loudly, but at times you might need a lot of silence. So it really depends on the person because your sensitivity is heightened. So you might just feel like no music or yes, I love music. Also, listening to podcasts is a big trait of owls. And guess what? You're listening to the podcast right now. So mm, you probably got the owl intuitive language in there somewhere. And what I'm doing is I'm listing some symptoms. And this is more for primary intuitive language owls. So if you have clear audience as your primary thing, you'll probably resonate with most of these. But if you don't, you can still have the owl intuitive language within your intuitive language recipe, it just may not be as prominent. Owls can listen to audiobooks and they take in information through their hearing. So if you are a student and you are listening to your teacher, this is gonna be most impactful for you versus reading. So hearing and listening to someone's words That's going to be really important for you. And just when you are thinking about how you are acting in your day-to-day life. So let's just take the spirit part out of it. How do you operate? Is it really important to listen to someone's voice? Is it really important to hear what someone's saying versus a text message? Sometimes people just want to talk to someone else versus a text message. Now, Let's kind of break this down. In the world that we live in, text messages are quick and easy. But if you have this kind of yearning or feeling like you're not able to express yourself without talking to somebody, this could be an indication that you're an owl. Oftentimes, you will remember the words that someone said to you really clearly. You remember exactly the words. I was just drinking my coffee and chatting with my husband, and he was recounting what someone had said to him, and he has this pattern where he will remember these exact, precise words. Now, one of his strengths here is the owl, and he loves all these things he loves music, he loves to talk to himself and I sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, too many words, too many words. I've got to go hibernate into my my room here. So L sometimes can just want to talk and talk, but also you remember what someone said and you can remember what was spoken about in dreams too, if you do remember your dreams. So words can hurt you. And I've often wondered if the four intuitive languages have any correlation to the five love languages. And I haven't found a correlation, but I would naturally assume that words of affirmation might be something that's really important for an owl. But I have not seen that be super consistent over all the owls I've talked to. Now, the owl is the most rare intuitive language. So I have a quiz. And in that quiz, I can see what is the most popular response that people choose and what is the least popular response that people choose. And out of the thousands of students I've worked with, I know that the owl is very rare to just have it as the primary intuitive language. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't have it like I will hear things, but it's not my strength. That is the last intuitive language in my energetic mix. For me, it goes seer, channeler, empath, owl. However, in two years, the owl could go up to the top. Who knows? Because your intuitive languages can shift and can change. But oftentimes, words are very important to an owl. Now, you might get songs stuck in your head over and over. Or what's really cool is that spirit can send you songs And you will be singing the lyrics and you're like, wait a minute, this is a message. So your spirit guides oftentimes send you messages through songs, but you'll notice that songs can get stuck in your head. Now, this is a big one. You might hear your name being called right as you're waking up or right as you are falling asleep, or maybe it's in the middle of the night, but you will hear something. I am keep using my husband because he lives with me and I deal with this all the time, but he'll say, oh my gosh, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Well, I was just in the shower and I thought I heard you. No, nope, but I didn't call your name. Or he'll be in the other room. Are, are you okay? Do you need me? No, I'm fine. I swear that I heard you say my name. He just really hears so much. And this is part of being an owl. So now that we've talked about what an owl is and the symptoms of the owl. Let's talk about how to understand the messages. So hang with me and I'll be right back. As a professional psychic medium, I've done tens of thousands of readings, but I felt a call to move more fully into teaching intuition, but I still get so many requests about doing readings. So while I don't do readings anymore, I have brought in some very trusted colleagues who are now available for live one-hour readings on Zoom. If you would like to book your psychic medium reading, go to messengerofspirit.com forward slash appointments to see our available readers and schedule your Zoom reading today. Thanks for hanging in there with me. Here we are talking about the clear audience. We've talked about the symptoms of the owl and how it is to be an owl, but now let's talk about, well, how do I understand what the F I'm experiencing here? Well, first off, you need to hear. You need to make sure that your channel, your chakra, your energy is clear. Now, one of the questions I get is, what if I have a hearing aid? What if I am deaf and I can't hear? That's okay. You can still be an owl. You can still receive messages in that way. There are people that have worked with who are blind and will still receive messages through clairvoyance, but your two chakras I want you to work on as homework is the throat chakra and the third eye chakra. The third eye chakra governs our clairvoyance and our clairaudience, but here's the deal. Your throat chakra governs some hearing components. Your throat chakra has to do with communication. Owls love communication, right? Sound. So we need to make sure our throat and our third eye are open and clear. This does not mean that these two chakras need to be wide open and all the other chakras are neglected. I want you to make sure you're balancing all the chakras. This is just something to look into if you want to hear a little bit more clearly. We talk about chakras, by the way, in Intuition Abundance Academy. So if you are not joined the waitlist, you want to make sure to do a link to it in the show notes. So how do you clear the throat chakra in the third eye? I will also link some resources to some previous podcast episodes I've done in the show notes. But energy work, sound, crystals, essential oils can be great ways to balance your chakras. So I feel like your chakras are always going to need maintenance, just like cleaning our house. So please don't wait to develop your intuition until you feel like my chakras are perfect, because we're all going through our own shit. Just allow yourself to work on these areas. If you feel like they're blocked, it doesn't mean that you're not going to receive intuitive messages if they're not perfect. Of course, if they're fully blocked, it's going to be a little bit hard. However, just do your exercises, right? So you're clearing your throat chakra, clearing your third eye. And then you want to make sure that your mind is clear. Your mind has to be so clear in order for you to receive the messages because if not, you're going to question, is this something I made up in my head or is this something that is truly from spirit? So what do clairvoyant messages sound like? Well, they can be your inner reading voice. So you know that in a reading voice, when you are reading a book and you're reading the words on the page silently, it can be like that. And that is when a lot of people get tripped up and they're like, Whitney, is this something that I just kind of talked to myself about? Or is this from spirit? The key is your clairvoyant messages will come in faster than your brain could even read a sentence. So your intuitive message is going to be like, No. Yes. You should go do this. And this is what it is. (laughs) Be really fast. Now, I can also sound like external messages, like somebody's talking or having a conversation. I have had some experiences in my life. They've been shared experiences. They've been experiences I've heard by myself. I've shared this experience before on the podcast where I was upstairs in my house years ago. And I heard people talking, having a conversation. And it sounded like they were just downstairs. And I was alone in the house. I thought to myself, you know what? My cat has probably jumped on the remote. I left it on the couch and she's turned the TV on. So I was getting ready to do a reading. So I opened up the door to kind of peer downstairs because I could see the living room from my door. No TV on, no more conversation. It was the spirit guide's preparing for the reading, having a conversation. So it can sound like that. Now, I've also heard with my silent inner reading voice, when I've asked a question to my spirit guides, I've actually heard my spirit guides have a conversation with one another. And sometimes they don't always agree. So in this particular case, we were going back and forth with one another. And I was just listening like a fly on the wall, because they were sitting there talking back and forth. But it was all happening in my inner reading voice. So I wasn't hearing it. Out loud, I was hearing it in my inner reading voice. Now, another situation: My husband and I were sleeping, and we both woke up at the same time because we heard a man cough in our hallway, and we got prepared to see who is in our house, what is going on. and by the way, we live out where that should not be an issue. We should not be able to hear someone you know, across the street doing that. So nobody was there. These are different ways your clairaudient messages can manifest themselves. You can hear externally or with your inner reading voice. Now, you can also receive clairaudient messages through sound, such as ringing in the ear. Now, if you do have any ringing in the ear, please go see your doctor, get checked out. But sometimes it'll be like a little bell, a little ring, or sometimes I have known friends that will hear... Bugs or hear birds chirping and they're not there. And I was just having a conversation with a friend a couple months ago, and she was on a Zoom call with someone, and she said, "Gosh, don't you hear those wonderful birds? Gosh, you know, I'd love to have those birds. I don't have that here." And she's like, "I don't have any birds." <laughs> it was a message of that. I do want to share with you a couple other stories. So. I was in my house one day years ago when I was developing my clear audience and I heard a bird chirping and I went out into my den and we had these beams that I guess you could say are rafters and I saw a bird right there and I thought, oh no, I'm going to have to figure out how to get this bird out of my house. Bird was chirping, saw the bird, I started to try to plan like how can I get this bird out and then the bird went away. But this was clairvoyance and clairaudience together. Another scenario is when I was in my room and I heard a phone ring, like an old rotary phone. And my first reaction was, I gotta go get the phone. Where is it? Then I realized, I have my phone on vibrate and we don't have a landline phone. What is going on here? So, why am I telling you these stories? These stories can be an indication that your audience is kind of coming online as you're developing it. And those specific things that I experienced don't necessarily have a meaning. So I didn't need to understand the message. What needs to happen is that when you're conversing with your spirit guides, you want to make sure you're understanding their messages that they're giving you. So you don't have any question. But when you receive their messages, you want to make sure that you are Understanding it can come in like a voice, and so many times, unfortunately, people expect the booming voice you know, of like God telling you what to do. That is not what I'm talking about. It can sound like I am talking to you right now, or most of the time, 95% of the time, it's going to come through your inner reading voice and it'll come in really fast. And then you're going to say to me, Whitney, I heard this, but I still don't know if I made it up or not. And I'm going to say to you, Well, you know what. It came in fast, right? And you'll be like, yeah. And I'll say, did you clear your mind? Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's your message. But we're human. You still don't trust it. So let me give you another tip of how to understand it. If you're an owl, sometimes you need to hear it said back to you. So two tips. One is you can say the message out loud that you got from your spirit guides and say, is this the message I got and repeat it? And because you're an owl, you need to hear it with your vibration and the voice. And then you will get like a, yeah, that's what it was. Sometimes you need to hear that message repeated from someone else that can support you. So one of the things that I like to do inside of Intuition Abundance Academy is I always give you all these resources of how to clear your mind, which is important. But I also teach you a partner exercise And encourage you to reach out to your fellow students to jump on Zoom. And this is something that we do called an intuitive play day, where we get together on Zoom and we partner you out. When you hear it from somebody else, oftentimes we say, Oh, yeah, great, that's what I needed to hear. This applies. For clear Audience, specifically, because I'm saying that sometimes you need to hear it as a voice vibration. However, if you're an empath, a clairvoyant, a channeler, you still may have more confidence when somebody else tells you than what you got. And that's just part of you becoming more confident in your intuitive messages. So I will get something for myself, and my husband will normally tell me something again. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, I already got that. And it's a nice validation that happens. You don't necessarily need that, but sometimes it just feels really nice. And what that is, is our ego sometimes feeling like, yeah, I was right. So we wanna get past that where we don't need that confirmation, but when you're first developing, it's nice. So sometimes you can hear these little rings as you're talking or jingles in your ear and things like that. And again, I said, if you make sure you're okay by a doctor, When you hear that ring, stop and listen. What's going on? What are you thinking? What are you saying? And just bring awareness. What you can do is ask your spirit guides in that moment, what do I need to learn more about? What do you need to share with me? And if it's available for you, you could even pull some Oracle cards or have your conversation with them right then and there. Sometimes, is not appropriate because you're in the midst of conversation with somebody. So bring your awareness to what it was and what you feel you need to focus on a little bit more. Okay, so I told you some tips to help you understand your messages. But remember that your message often comes in fast versus something like listening to me talking to you. When I listen back to my podcast episodes, I'm always listening to myself times two. I'm like, oh my gosh, waiting, you talk so slow and you think you're talking so fast. So my messages will come in way faster than I could ever get the words out or that my brain could even process. Now clear your mind. That is just something that everyone needs to work on in order to receive intuitive messages because if you don't clear your mind, you're gonna second guess yourself because your intuitive message is going to be mixed with your thoughts. So clearing your mind's important. You need to be consistent in developing your intuition. People that do not see results are not being consistent. They are not doing the regular intuitive exercises or the spirit circles that I'd say that they need to do and putting yourself out there to learn this new skill set and practice with a partner. That is so helpful in getting those validations and talk with your spirit guides. You need to learn to communicate with your guides. That's gonna be really, really important. So if you want to learn more on how to do this, I'd love for you to jump on the wait list for Intuition Abundance Academy. Inside that program, I walk you through how to connect with your intuition and life purpose and you break through abundance block. So this is the transformational course and it all starts with your intuition. So many people say to me, yeah, I want to live my life purpose and I don't know how. I'm like, it starts with your intuition. You've got to listen to your spirit guides and to yourself and get really clear with your own energy and then I can guide you into the life purpose part of the world and to tune into it and then what happens is when people get ready to live their life purpose they feel like oh my gosh I have all these blocks I don't know how to actually do this and feel abundant and that is where the abundance training comes into we have so many blocks that we don't even know and that's why I love this program so much. So all this in the show notes, I will be back next week with a brand new episode, but until then, here's to staying spiritual and ambitious. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. And if you loved it, would you please share it with a friend? I would also love your review and a reminder to subscribe. So you never miss an episode. You can find me at messengerspear.com and you can take the four intuitive languages quiz and find show notes there too. If you want to connect on YouTube, Facebook, or Instagram, you can find me at Messenger of Spirit. I'll meet you right here next week. Here's to staying spiritual and ambitious. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.